both of us get home this morning or, or, or home last night, you know, like locking the in the door. We're both like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> smells like fish. I'm, I when I was young, the smells of anything didn't really like hit me. But now, like everywhere I go, you know, I walk into Andrew's room, I'm like, this smells like a dirty Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and and, right, right. and that's the bad one. But then, like, I'll walk into anywhere and just go, this doesn't smell right. <laughs> I'm thinking it's an old thing. I think you're insensitive. I am insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> my Actually, my wife says I'm overly sensitive, but insensitive. I don't know how to work that bazing. into a joke. Bazing. That, was bazing. that was a good one, though. This 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 water is so moist. The wet water is the hardest water to dry, they say. <laughs> I don't know. I liked that nerd. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. Whacking it on the tanks. Hey, listen when you're when you're when you're whacking it on the tanks, you you want a good timepiece on your arm at the same time. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Wheel your dive gear right down to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> These bad boys. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast. You're here with your ho-ho host, <laughs> Jamesy, and your other... I'm the, I'm the one that actually looks like the, the old fat guy, <laughs> the old bearded fat guy. Your ho-ho host, Brando. I have to work and you're at not looking elderly. like Santa Claus. <laughs> you know that? I didn't even think of that until just now. I have to work to not if look that, at Santa If that Friday. cardigan was like a cardinal red oh, that you're yeah. wearing today. So we were driving down, <laughs> speaking of, we're driving into Plymouth down Main Street, and a woman comes out with this beautiful red. Negligee? Like, no, it was like Christmas red velvety jacket on. And she's it's a nice home. She's all dressed nicely. She walks out, and I'm like, oh, she's all dressed for Christmas. She had a, a red scarf in her hand, and uh, and then right behind her was Santa Claus. Santa Claus suit and everything, just coming out of the house, do-do-do. Really? That is pretty early. I didn't know you lived so close to the North Pole. <laughs> Santa must live in Plymouth for the <laughs> off-season. vacation. And now home. he's heading back. <laughs> he's got a lot of appearances this week. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, the I have to work at not looking like Santa Claus. I, my beard is just white now, except for my mustache. But I, I think about that. I'm like, yeah, I could look, I could pull off. I was Santa Claus for the Boy Scouts once, and I had to wear a pillow. I wasn't that fat. <laughs> um, anyway, what is that old joke? You believe in Santa Claus. When you're a kid, you believe in Santa Claus. Then, what is it? You you don't believe in Santa Claus. Then you are Santa Claus. Then you become Santa Claus, something like that. You know, yeah, yeah. the different stages in life. I'm with you. I, I, I could ruin a, a wet dream. You know what? <laughs> okay, so hey, everybody. It's your favorite time of the year. 
The holidays are near, and you know what that means. It's time to get your dive buddies some holiday gifts, and you're here for your old favorite crowd-loving thumbs-ups, thumbs-down, thumbs down, thumbs-up. Holiday gift guide from TGDP, your true source for what to get and what not to get, what to dive and what not to dive in this holiday season. The real dope. Yeah, so as we know, you know, Scuba Diving Magazine usually puts out a holiday gift guide every year, and uh, we've been patiently waiting for the 2019 season gift guide to come out, and it's finally here. I can hardly wait. I've been patiently waiting. My stockings (laughs) are stuffed with with some of these things. Yeah, what new... Well, you just came back from DEMA, too, so... You're going to. I'm wondering if some of the Dima latest and greatest are going to be on this this hit list. Well, there is. There is. Yeah, cool. There, there, there's some items. Is that helmet with the uh, rebreather built in? No, that's not, 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 <laughs> doesn't really look like it's going to be shipping anytime soon. Thank God. <laughs> I just can't wait to see some. You know who's going to pull up at the quarry with uh, one of those? This is the guy? You know, straight out of open water. You with know, a rebreather helmet on. <laughs> you know, I, I think, I honestly think the guy was like, he's probably like a very, very smart. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you engi- can overthink very things. Very smart engineer. Yeah. He probably does not even you dive at all. You said the key all. word. You said the key word there. <laughs> he probably doesn't dive at all. No, He's probably sitting, sitting in his basement watching, uh, watching TV one night and Men of Honor's on. Yeah. These and, guys could and, use and, a rebreather like, helmet. He's like, you know, those old hard hats need a fix. Thinking that people still like drop down to the bottom, walk along the bottom. Well, they do. I mean, there are hard hat divers with, that do that. with helmets, yeah. and they do. They still are using. Yeah, those. yeah. I, and I, they're equipped with breathers. I mean, they are equipped with breathers and mixed gas and all that good stuff. The helmets, yeah. The, yeah. the amount of money that went into this thing, though, is insane. For, for it to be, a, yeah, a total but flop. It's, is, it's totally, it's totally scuba, though. What I versus although i think i think the rebreather helmets they are scuba till still they are self-contained is what i'm getting at yeah they're well, out there already this was definitely self-contained it looked like you put two you know cans of red bull in it <laughs> <laughs> literally he had the cartridges and everything oh, all yeah, yeah. patented and yeah yeah locked and loaded interesting it's hilarious yeah i had a couple people send me that Right, and, right. Uh, that weren't even at DEMA. They're like, "Hey, did you see this?" <laughs> no, I didn't. did you get one of these yet? <laughs> I mean, now there was a day I would have probably hopped on stupid I wanna, shit. Like I want to say yeah. it was uh, they were calling for like a four to five thousand dollar price tag. Price tag on it. Not is what they were aiming at. Not bad. No, actually, no. when you think about breathers, yeah, you know, and it's a helmet. It's a cool helmet. Does your breather got a helmet? You could wear it topside. You could wear it to, you know. You could still. Wear it out on the town. It's better than a rebreather because you could walk around the dive site with it on still. Right. Like you're not going to walk around the dive site with your rebreather on. Everybody's going to go look at that idiot. Well, you, you could walk go... around with your sweet helmet on. Yeah. You could ride your motorcycle down to the dive <laughs> with site. With your breather on. With your yeah. breather helmet on. Yeah. Get looking, off and go right. Into, you could crash your motorcycle <laughs> into the quarry, and you're good. And then just you're, continue diving. Just keep diving. 
Good thought. What I see happening with these is, you know how like a lot of a lot of guys will wear dive watches. Oh yeah, and they get certified. They got a dive watch. They don't really well, have much diving, like, and they don't it, wear them underwater. In no, our day, how many in people? our day, the watch. Yes, yeah, so you a, used the watch. It was a big yes, thing. I had know, to have a watch. Yeah, you had to have a That's watch. What I learned with, yeah, yeah. And then, I, in their defense, I do have. I wear a diver's and watch. The, and, still then for, you, and then when you find out how many chicks you pick up when you're wearing the, the, the old oh, they dive just watch, flock to you, man. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a magnet. Well, I'm definitely wearing my. My helmet today, and now I'm going to wear my helmet. I'm going to wear my rebreather helmet out to the pub <laughs> on my motorcycle. <laughs> Get off, carry it in with me. That's not an ordinary motorcycle helmet. Well, you must ride a Ducati. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going diving. I'm going diving straight from here. I'm on a Honda 125 and an enduro. All right, so the scuba diving holiday gift guide is upon us. Hit up the old scubadiving.com website, and you can uh, check all these out and follow along with us if you want to, or look at them on your own. If you're looking for a gift for your dive buddy, or a gift for yourself, or if you're sending out that little secret little note about you know those things that you want, you might want to check this out. Or just listen to our show and listen to our uh, funny laughs. And it might be a little of what not to get, yeah, what yeah. not to What's throw your money at. Right, right, right. Because we are the truly unbiased, unbought, un-what, uncensored. Voice of the industry. Exactly. Voice of the diver. Fuck the industry, man. Voice of the diver. Yeah. Fuck the man. All right. So first up is the Aqualung Titan Regulator. You can... Um, Contact them at it slices it dice aqualung.com. This was a, a scuba diving testers, scuba lab testers choice for 2019, by the way. The aqualung titan is is almost always a staple, and it is a bit of a yeah. staple regulator, you know, it's a classic. And they, they mentioned here that the titan was a testers choice during this year's reg test. Test divers loved its smooth, quiet operation and scored it very good for dryness and ease of breathing in all positions. The second stage is lightweight and features a soft polyurethane cover that gives just the right amount of stiffness to the purge. The Venturi control is ergonomic and effective. The first stage features two HP and four LP ports. That would be high pressure and low pressure. When tested on an ANSTI breathing machine, we found that this reg boasts an excellent work of breathing even when pushed far below recreational diving depths. Um, what'd you get out of all that? I'm just waiting for the cold water. <laughs> Did it do well in cold water? I didn't, they don't say. No. This is uh, so the the Titan's not really designed as a cold water wreck. It's mm-hmm. a you know it's a basic diaphragm you know sport diaphragm first stage. Yeah, you know it's got well, that, diaphragms are inherently a little better. That I typical think, but, yeah. classic. Radio first stage design. You know, they mentioned that it's got, you know, two high pressure, four low pressure ports. I mean, that's a pretty standard, standard. on any basic first stage out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, so far, it's just a good, it sounds like it's just a good regulator. But to really understand this, what makes a good regulator a good regulator? Or what makes a regulator a good regulator? That's a good question for yeah. a lot of the new people because there's so much hype and marketing. In a lot of this stuff, when when you really break down the, the inside of, of what they're doing, you know, is the four hundred dollar regulator from Aqualung 
different than the $400 regulator from Mare's, different the, from the $400 regulator from Cressy versus the $400 regulator. The tw- you forgot the $1,200 <laughs> regulator from Atomic. You forgot that one. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, in between those two, there there are, you could sit there for a while and talk about the differences. Right. But when the regulator's in your mouth in 80 feet of water and you take a breath in on that dive in Cozumel, what are you going to notice difference between all of those? And I'm going to say there's probably not much. Right. I was going to say along the the staple of the better regulators and along that line of better regulators, they're all going to breathe pretty close to the same. And the average diver isn't going to be able to tell usually. And a lot of them have adjust, you know, adjustments and whatnot. But I think what I would be looking for is is in the terms of longevity and how long it holds its IP, how often it needs servicing, its robustness is what I'm looking at. Yeah, no at, doubt about right? it. Right? Because that's the thing I really, really count on is I don't want to be working on regs. Right. I'm with you. And, and this is – these aqualungs are good – classic low maintenance workhorse little regulators you know uh is it going to knock your socks off on breathability no it's going to breathe good but it's it's not designed to have this crazy flow pattern on on those bench tests right it's designed to be a a good working 400 hundred dollar regulator and in that you know price zone of Mm -hmm. you know three to five hundred dollars you know uh i would say this is a really good buy. Sure. Somebody that's just getting out of scuba class, looking for a regulator to get started. That's one of the things that I say all the time is you just got to get some shit and start diving. True. You know, to realize what you want. And this is Those a good, good regulator words. that'll handle a good majority of the people that are getting out there diving within sport diving limits for years to come. Mm-hmm. You know, you could easily a decade later still be diving this regulator and be very, very happy with it. Although the scuba industry would not like that. <laughs> Hell no, they want you to buy a new regulator every uh, every year every to two year. at the most. Yeah, why get them serviced when you can just buy a new one? <laughs> I'm I'm surprised more uh, more of these guys aren't making a fully disposable. Ish, yeah. Ish well, I think know? the worry they would have is nobody would dispose of it. They'd be trying to get more than their year out of it or whatever time period. So they'd be, yeah, I've had this disposable reg for 10 years now. I fucked the industry, man. <laughs> this $50 reg. $50 would be a good price point considering, it, you know, when you get your reg serviced, it's going to be 150 to 250 yeah. depending on what needs to be done and what kind of reg you have. So do we give that a thumbs... I'm giving down? it a thumbs down thumbs for down, sure. I dive it. Yeah, sure. I'm diving yeah. that thing. Yeah, I'm a I'm, uh, new diver. You know, even like I'm uh, going down to the Caribbean for a, for a week diving or just doing some basic dives. I need to grab a regulator. That's a, that's good, right? Hey, a okay. I'm I'm totally good with that. Thumbs down. And remember, everybody, those of you who are new listeners to TGDP, thumbs down is good. Good, right? <laughs> We, we're, I, we're we should have probably said probably that in the beginning is our rating system is flies in the face of the rest of the world's rating system. Some people may even call it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But, <laughs> Confusing. <laughs> There's a lot of terms you can exactly. use to describe it. But for us, thumbs up is abort that. Uh, yeah, dive over. we're not we're diving not, it. Dives over. to the surface. Yeah. We're done. Screw this. Thumbs down is good. We're diving that. Yeah, baby. All right. Next up, 
is the Atomic Aquatics BC-2. Atomics BC-1 jacket. If you remember, we, we uh, reviewed that in the past. You know, turned heads with its high-quality design and rock-solid performance, they say. The BC-2 takes the same spare, no-expense approach to the form and function and applies it to a back-inflation BCD that emphasizes comfort and control. Constructed with double laminated polyurethane coated fabric and corrosion resistant metals, this piece of dive gear is built to last and is dry practically as soon as it leaves the water. Other features include quilted padding and adjustable lumbar support, a ratcheting cam lock tank band, and integrated weights. You can check them out at uh, atomicaquatics.com. This BC, the, the new BC2, could be yours for a mere $1,400. <laughs> I don't know if people thought I was joking about the $400 for a reg, $400 for a reg, $400 for a reg, $1,200 for a reg. That's the Atomics. Yeah. Same with the BCDs. So, um, That's a pricey BCD. I think uh, when we reviewed the BC1 at a previous gear guide, we, we can go back and check the tape. Yeah, but I think I, I, quote unquote, said something along the lines of, "It's an over-engineered piece of shit," <laughs> and overpriced. Yeah, and I mean, this is a, it's a pretty jacket. Don't get me wrong. the The BC one I did not like anything about. It was big. It was giant. It was way yeah. over-engineered. This one's got your, it was a your big, front a lot. Sloppy wrap around mm-hmm. jacket. This one at least is a clean, sleek, much lower profile jacket. And if you're into a BCD that's practical, that's kind of like an all-in-one, adjust it down and and you know you mm-hmm. and I, you know, you and I are wearing the same size jacket and it's yeah. got the adjustability to it and all that stuff. You know your your typical off the off the shelf BCD. This is nice, and if if you want top shelf, this is it. You know it's got a nice functioning integrated. If weight you're trying system. to make up for shortcomings in other areas, <laughs> you might like this this BCD. <laughs> it's like the guy who drives the Corvette, the fifty five year old that drives the Corvette. It it is kind of mm-hmm. no doubt about it, no doubt about it. I mean it's got the. I mean they say the corrosion resistant. You know titanium. Oh, luckily you it's know, D-rings, but they're not even titanium. They're just crappy, cheap steel with, like, painted with a titanium coating on So as soon as that scratches away, you oh, just got rusty metal yeah. under under there anyway. But Couldn't they get platinum? <laughs> I'm not happy unless I'm paying, like, 15 grand for a BCD. And, and you should point it out, it is back flotation. This is back flotation. Correct, because the BC2 is so, a rear inflate. Uh it's not your jacket typically that wraps around your, you know, your waist area, right? Like the old your one. chest. Uh, so, if you like back-mounted flotation, like w- at least I do, I know James does. Uh, this would fall in those lines, just because of the price tag. I'm aborting it, and like you say, it's over-engineered. Now, the other it's thing is, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that this is it's fourteen hundred dollars, and it doesn't include. An inflator a subscription. On. <laughs> a subscription. It doesn't too. include the inflator. So you, you have to, when you roll in, you decide, do I want just the regular old standard inflator on there 
or do I want to put their their SS1 Air McDoodle, you know, uh, alternate inflator regulator on there? You have the choice of those. I always forget Atomics has a. But I want to say this Air thing McDoodle. comes with like. An, a, like a clip-on attachment accessory pocket you got the option of uh, having a uh putting a crotch strap adding a cr- crotch strap to scooter it scooter riders yeah well see so that's the thing is so many people think that you know they see on the the technical rig the the, the back plate and wing they see the crotch strap so they figure like that's something that is needed you know for ride up but it's not really a ride up issue of why you see a technical mm-hmm. rig with a crotch strap right it's for the scootering mm-hmm. primarily because the the harness if you've got a properly fitted harness the thing doesn't ride up on you right well, it's because it's a custom yeah. fitted mm-hmm. harness mm-hmm. so when you see a you know they're adding the crotch strap to the just production bcds typically that's because you've got so much added movement and adjustability in those shoulder straps that you're going to have a a bit of a slop and a ride-up to them. That's the problem with adjustability. Yeah. If it if it's able to be adjusted to fit you before you hit the water, it's eventually going to come, it's out going of to come out of adjustment eventually. It's just it's the way it goes, and then you're going to have to readjust it. Uh, not a huge deal, but that's just the nature of the beast. It's just like, you know, having the octopus with a quick... Some kind of quick pull pull away, so right? It's easy to easy to easy detach, to pull off. but it's supposed to be secure, not flow behind. They work against each other, right? Because if it's uh, if it's easy to release, it's it's going to come. It's on, not going to stay connected, right? It's going to come released when you don't if want it's it to. Secure, you can't get the you goddamn thing like, off that we need out. to share gas. Yeah, right, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um. All right. So you're you're saying thumbs up. You're thumbs not, up on that. Just it's over. Priced way overpriced for me. It for what it does, I can get something that I think is more robust. Because looking at that, look, it has a cheap look to it, like a vinyl. Like if you wanted leather, this was vinyl. Is is how it looks to me. I haven't I haven't touched right, it. Right, right. So it's uh, it's just by it, looks it alone. It does have a little bit of that hundred percent genuine simulated it, leather. Right, look <laughs> exactly. It, yes. So I I wouldn't dive it, but. I wouldn't hold it. I would yeah. not be. I'm I, not a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a thumbs out because I. I would. You dive would dive it. it. I, See, I, and I wouldn't it. judge someone over it. I wouldn't. Yeah. Not. Not to their face. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would just be okay. Whatever float. Like I always say, whatever suppose, floats your boat. It's just not my cup I, of tea. Uh, supposing I got it for a holiday gift. You know, I, I go. Oh, I yeah, put it on the bay. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> insult you. Get, so I'll go dive. See if it. I can get a thousand bucks for it. Fourteen hundred dollar reg for a thousand dollars, brand new, right you, out of the you box. You probably could. You probably could. All right, there we go. So we got. And then one. with that thousand dollars, I'd go buy the BCD I want, and then take my wifey out to dinner at a nice restaurant. Win win. Well, there we go. So yes. one up, one down on that one. Yep. Okay. Next up is the Bouchot Voyager XL dive bag. This large capacity, lightweight roller bag weighs just a little over seven pounds, and has an internal volume of. 137 liters. Are you kidding me? No, man. 137 liters? It's a lot of... That's a lot of liters of vodka. That's a lot of, of, of diet pop. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of vodka martinis, Mish Money Penny. Uh, that would be... It's 30 by 18 by 15 inches. The bag opens wide for easy access and features a set of elastic compression straps to hold everything in place. 
Divers can easily organize smaller items with three mesh zippered compartments, one of which can be accessed without even opening up the bag. That's crazy. Crazy. The back of the bag uses a rugged, semi-rigid EVA shell for protection, and the sides and front are made of tough ripstop material. Bag features a hidden add-a-bag strap and removable backpack straps for increased versatility. 289 bucks. Bouchot-diving.com. You can check it out. Does it give its weight? Empty weight? Yeah, uh, uh, just over seven pounds, which gives you a, a solid, you know, 43, 40, pounds, 43, 43 pounds, pounds of uh, of gear to pack if you've got that 50-pound mm-hmm. weight limit like most of those mm-hmm. airlines are nowadays. Yeah, that's to me, that's among the most crucial information. So I need to know how much the bag weighs with nothing in it and how durable it is. I mean, this is, it's always the thing is my, I get bags and a couple of ocean dives later, salt gets in the zipper. Well, there was a time not long ago, right, where they the airlines were restricting the bag so much that, that like everybody was making like a, just a, a lightweight of a bag, but they'd last you a trip and they were just falling apart. In the olden days, the bags were built so good. Like you could get a, you could buy a bag in 1985 and it's still going today. Right. I mean, it's a, it was a beast. It was well-built heavy duty, but the bag itself yeah. weighed 15 pounds. Everybody you know? got two fifty pounders <laughs> to take with you. Right. They didn't have the restrictions on them, you know? You could have just a big, giant bag. I mean, back in the day, you could put two full sets of gear into a dive bag. It'd weigh 75 pounds, and it would go through the airline, and they didn't even care. Now you can't get away with that. No. 50.3 pounds? Well, you're you're going to have to pay for another bag, sir. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what is it? 300 bucks? Under 300 bucks? 289 bucks. Yeah. So uh, it's up there. And I there. like Bouchot. It's up there in price. I'm, I'm it's, a fan of Bouchot stuff. It's so. a little pricey, in my opinion. It's, a, really? it's on the high end of a Dude, bag. Dude, it's under $300. If you can find anything in scuba under $300, buy a dozen of them, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, good point. I heard, <laughs> that. I, that. I heard that somewhere before. It's an old adage. It's been floating around the scuba community for I'd, a I would. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little skeptical on this one. I'd, I'd want to grab the bag and roll it around and play around with it before I well, just like always, win at yeah. $289. Well, it's if the it same was, with that BCD. If it was one ninety nine, one ninety nine, I'd be thumbs down, and I wouldn't even think twice. I'd be buy two of them. You're right. It's under under two hundred bucks. Buy two of them. <laughs> two of them. You buy two dozen. But two eighty nine, I'm I'm a little suspect. I I want to make sure that it's it's worth the difference between some of those big robust other robust bags out there. Okay. Is that fair to say? As always, it's fair. But I'm I'm going to dive it. I like Bouchat. I like their history. And that's why I'm going to dive it. <laughs> well, all right. Well, there's another one that we're 50-50 on. All right. Well, moving on to the next item is the Cressy Otterflex 5-millimeter wetsuit. This also took Tester's Choice in 2019. Now, they mentioned that this has a great thermal protection at a modest price of $299 for a men's and what the hell's this? Two forty nine for a woman's. I'm calling sexist. What is going on in this world today? And here the women are complaining that all their stuff is more expensive than ours. Not anymore, Cressy. They say that Cressy's water stop system uses a band of stretchy liquid seal to form a ring just inside the wrist and ankle cuffs. Although only about three eighths of an inch wide. 
the unique seal provides very effective for keeping water entry to a minimum and very easy to get on and off. These seals and equally effective neck and zipper closures help keep the outer flex nice and warm. The suit uses thinner neoprene in the arms and ankles to maintain flexibility and a neutral range of motion. So, I mean, it's a, it's another 5 mil wetsuit, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, I'd have to see it. I think the price is great. No, no, no. A 5 mil for $299 is a, is a good price. I concur. And it's Even crusty. better if you're a woman at $249. What if I identify as a woman? If you, I think as long as you can fit <laughs> if in. If you get the boobs and butt. you can fit into it, you're good to go. Well, there you go. And I think ultimately that's the, the main thing in a wetsuit. Like a five mil suit, in my opinion, there's a couple. You've got your cheap quality suits, which are just barely put together. You know, no frills, boxy cut to them. You've got... Your real good quality suits, which are going to be in that probably three to five hundred dollar range, you know, and then you got your high end suits with all the flashy flair on them, right? Those mid range suits, um, whether it's three hundred, three hundred fifty, four hundred bucks, in my opinion, isn't as important as putting it on and how it matches up with your body. And if it's a good fit, the three hundred dollar one is probably a, a better and warmer suit than the five hundred dollar one that doesn't fit as well. Even though that five hundred dollar one may have some cool extra bezel, yeah, bells and whistles and different closures and different seals and different zipper connect. Like, yeah, yeah. But if if you don't have a good fit, doesn't matter. It's always about fit and comfort, especially with neoprene and the type of neoprene you're getting. I mean, some of that older stiff stuff is really, it's a wrestling match to get in it. Compared to the newer high-tech neoprene we have now, you just, I mean, people that are getting the new suits, they don't realize. The old days, man, it was a wrestling match. You were fighting to get into your suit. To get into your suit was hell. Yeah. Get it wet and you try to slide in. If you're skinny and in shape kind of thing, it's not as bad. But if you are not... Well, it's it's known between you and I. A lot, lot of the, the new guys might not realize it, but in the mid-90s, you had to have a skin huh? Oh yeah, underneath yeah. To, your to suit get on, get just your to suit get into the easier. damn thing, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, like a, a skin purchase was kind of standard with a wetsuit back in the, bucks, back in the 90s skin, or so. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're buying, a, buying another skin. Nowadays, you don't really need that as much because you can slip into the suit. Suits so are awesome easier. nowadays, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the neoprene is much more pliable and flexible, and it, you can put it on and not tear it. It really moves easier, even moving up on the surface. Remember, you're like, you know, in a 7-mil suit, off the rack, 7-mil suit in rental. Oh, if You man. were teaching in the, they, they were like cardboard. <laughs> very limited range of motion. It loosened up a bit in the water, but... Well, that, was the, that was the spiel, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get oh, in the water. Worry, don't worry, it'll <laughs> loosen up in the water. Yeah. Feel, you get to 30 feet, that's going to feel great, it's sir. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Will it... Let me breathe. Yeah, yeah. But nowadays... I don't know. It's a good-looking suit, and it's got the form cut. I'd, again, I'm with you, James. You have to uh, try it on. I like the seal. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot like the old um, semi-dry suits. I know that some people are still making them. A dry suit zipper on a wet suit with uh, nice seals. Yeah, I'm here. I hear you. Thumbs down for me. I, I'm, you dive di- it? I'm yeah. diving this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For 300 bucks. Yeah, for 300 bucks. I'll dive a dozen of them. <laughs> if you can okay. find anything, if you can, that's if, two things we found. If you can buy a five mil wetsuit for under three hundred dollars in the scuba business, but, I say buy seven of them. You wear a different one each day. Of no, the trip. or thirty of them. You wear each day of the month. Just walk around. All right, with well, your two, helmet. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. Two thumbs downs. Now, hey, let me ask you a question. Uh-oh. You like to have a good time? Sometimes. I'm usually in for a bad time, too. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm up for whatever. I'm the Bud Light guy. Hey, listen. I'm up for whatever. Don't mess up my joke. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you like to have a good time? <laughs> yeah. Then you need a good watch, my man. And here we go. Uh, next item up is a classic. The Citizen Pro Master Aqualand watch, which is kind of one of the just the most classic scuba watches out there. But this they have a new 30th anniversary edition that's out now. So in the day, you know, the the Citizen Aqualand was like... It was it, you know, had the, the U.S. Navy no decompression limit, you know, stamped down the, on the side, stamped yeah. on the, yeah, the band on the of the side, watch yeah. and just had that good, tough, rough and tough, I'm a, I'm a scuba diver look to it. <laughs> Back you know, off. you're at the local dive bar trying to pick up the bartender after a two tank morning dive. You She's better, a tech diver. You she better doesn't have, want any You better cheesy. have an Aqualand on, <laughs> yeah, on your say. wrist. She doesn't want no chintzy you better Casio not, You better not digital. be wearing a Casio G-Shock. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to pick anybody up with a G-Shock. Put the G-Shock away. This dive watch doesn't need winding or a battery. That's because it runs on Citizen's light-powered EcoDrive technology. The 46-millimeter stainless steel case features Duratech pink gold highlights, the watch is limited to 6,000 pieces worldwide with a special 30th anniversary case back and strap extender. The watch displays current dive depth up to 80 meters, 260 feet, with a maximum depth of memory and features a one-way rotating elapsed timing bezel, an auto start dive mode and a rapid ascent alarm. Luminous materials are used on the hands and marking. The Aqualand is depth rated to 200 meters, 660 feet. Now, the um, the EcoDrive technology is pretty sweet. You know, that, I want to say, came out in the, like, the late 90s. They started putting that technology into those Citizen watches. This one has it. Um, the fact that it comes with this really fancy, awesome case means nothing to me. Um, <laughs> what are you going to do? Carry the case around with you? <laughs> Just kidding. Look at my yeah, case. Get rid of that thing. It's got a it's got a hefty price tag to it. I mean, the old the old Aqualands wasn't like a really expensive watch. It was a it was a utilitarian dive watch, you know, for the most part. This thing's got a seven hundred and seventy five dollar price tag on it. Now, sure, you're gonna have a limited edition, like one of six thousand pieces, which is pretty cool. And I would love to receive this as a gift. You know, anybody who uh works with me that wants to pick one of these up more important anybody that i've done work for that thinks uh, i've done a good job that, that wants nice to reward tip. me reward me for any of these past services this is a nice gift to receive and boy i would be really really showing this thing off i don't know that i would buy this particular one for myself because i'm not a i'm not a watchy guy in, in so much as I got to have the, the limited watch. edition one. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to watch that I could beat the living hell out of. Well, I you, could wear it you every wanna day. You want to wear it, yeah. I can knock it against mm-hmm. the, uh, the the pile of tanks that I'm uh, uh, you know, working around. Just to prove around. a point. And, you know. Look. It, it's hey, got, everybody. Everybody in the dive shop, <laughs> may I have your attention? See these tanks over here? I just got this watch. 
from one of my students. He he really liked what I did for him. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. <laughs> it's tough because that's what I would do with it. So if you're going to buy one for me, just know that that's what I'm going to do with it. I'm not going to buy that for him. He's just going to beat the hell out of it. No, that's not what I mean. I, I like a I like a durable watch that I can wear and, and run around with and, and know that if I whap it up against something, it, it's not I'm not gonna like panic and go, holy shit. Like it's why I don't wear a Rolex, because I'm I'm afraid. Right. One, I don't have twenty thousand dollars to spend on a watch. But two, like I I would have I, I would wouldn't even be able to see the watch because it'd be wrapped up in bubble wrap outside of my watch. You know what I mean? I hear you. Well the nice thing if someone gives it to you. Thumbs down if somebody gives me this. Oh, someone gives this to you. You can smash it and it's like, no sweat off my back. I didn't pay for it. Oh, my God, your watch. Eh, Brandon got it for me. (laughs) It was a gift. (laughs) It's just a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd dive it if somebody gave it to me. I I mean, for a watch, it's not super expensive. No, it's not. It's higher end of... Yeah, it's higher end, but it is a uh, a thirtieth anniversary edition. You I mean, know, it's not it's Rolex limited, higher end. It's a limited yeah. edition. Yeah, I mean, it's still under a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, when yeah, you look yeah, at the price I mean. of like, mm-hmm. when you look at like the back page of those scuba magazines, and they're right. they're, they're showing the you Rolexes, yeah. and Britlings, and yeah. and balls. Yeah, you know, which are in the thousands of dollars, tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this is actually very, very. Affordable. Well, I think that's the sole reason they jacked that price up. It's like, well, other watches, other luxury watches, elite watches, are going in the tens of thousands. We're this asking for under a thousand, yeah. yeah. Well, comparatively, yeah. But at the end of the day, why? it's not like a Rolex or Britling that you wear when you're in your tuxedo going out to get your Academy Award or whatever. Right. There's times where you need to I, and flash I, it yes, up a little bit. I do when I'm getting my Academy <laughs> Award. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Two thumbs down. Next up, we have the Hollis mesh duffel bag, seventy-five bucks. Seventy-five bucks. Seventy-five bucks. Give me a couple dozen. But wait a minute, this tough gear bag is made of durable laminated nylon mesh. I hate the undurable stuff. I hate it. Would they add? <laughs> we have this bag here. It's made of the least durable. It's not durable at all, <laughs> and it's only seventy-five dollars. Uh, measuring 14 by 13 by 25 inches. Any any guess on how many liters? <laughs> liters. <laughs> I'm gonna guess how many. How many? I'm how gonna many guess liters? in the 50 liter range. How many? How, how many, many martini? How vodka martini. How, how, how many pints of vodka do you think that is? How many? Jay, James is guessing pints of vodka. I was gonna go with vodka martini. So they say it's a little on the short side, but it manages to hold a fair amount of dive gear without becoming bulky or unmanageable. That was like my last girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a zinger. The top carry handles, adjustable shoulder strap, and nylon hand grips sewn into each end provide plenty of grip for handling. A four-inch wide mesh panel runs along the bottom of the bag and provides good drainage and ventilation for airing out wet items during transit. The interior features a retainer clip and a small zippered accessory pocket. I mean, so this is... It's your snorkel bag. It's it's your nice like wetsuit snorkel. Yeah, thin. carry carry onto a boat bag. I mean, it's it's your classic boat bag. Seventy five bucks. It's a little bit on the high end of the boat bag. You know, those being in, you can get into some of them for fifty, sixty bucks. Seventy five. Some of them go up to about eighty or ninety. So I mean, this is in the higher end, but it's still right in there. What's cool about it is 
you know, the, the opening of it doesn't run end to end. You know, it, it, it creates that big opening in there so you can really reach in and get into the, into the bag and get stuff in and out of it. And, but it's your classic run on and off of a boat mesh bag that dries and you can right. carry you can your dip stuff the around, whole thing dip in the a whole bag tank and, yeah, and, yeah. or hose it off in the shower and run back to the room and, and you're good to go. If you don't have one of these and you need to buy one, you, you need something to get on the boat, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Diving the hell out of this thing. Yeah, this is definitely a thumbs down. Pick one up and uh, get in the water. This is a great bag. This would be a great gift for somebody. You can never have too many mini bags. bags like this yeah yeah, yeah. i mean throw in go like, through these i mean though. this is like like i would throw my dry suit and undergarments into a bag do that like this for local too, yeah. diving mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's got a, a ton of features to it what about you you thumbs down in this oh yeah i thumbed i thought i'm sorry i didn't uh say it loud enough but yes definitely i'm like you i can use those bags all the time i have a couple really tough ones that i've had for years but again you use them a lot all right so now next up First thing I'm going to do before I even tell you what this is is I'm going to give you the price, and, and when I give you the price, I want you to let me know if <laughs> I should, if based I should. on the price. I'm gonna. This is <laughs> without even knowing. This is only fifteen dollars and fifty cents. Oh well, I have to buy it. I'm gonna if I'm going into the dive shop. That's the thing. You go into the dive shop, all you dive shop groupies that are out there listening. Listen, stop going in and taking up the the text time, the owner's time, the other divers, the instructor's time there. Stop taking and start giving. Every time you go in there, you need to walk out with something. I know you think, well, I, I've already bought a couple thousand dollars worth of gear. Not good enough. Every time you need to walk out with something. And this kind of fits the bill of, okay, I've been here four days this week. Yeah. I'm going to go in the poorhouse if I'm walking out. But not if you buy one of these each time. Okay, you ready for me to tell you what it is? Yeah. This is the new Innovative Scuba Concepts mask and fin holder. It's a mask and fin holder in it's one? A, it's a mask and fin holder all in one. I have two of those at the end of my arms. <laughs> <laughs> they came with they came with the, the deal when I landed on the planet. This clever device is basically, let me describe this to you if you can't conceptualize this. Two loops of one-inch nylon webbing with buckles and a clip to attach it to your BC. It frees yeah. you from the burden, the heavy <laughs> burden, of having to carry your mask and fins in your hands by attaching them to your BC. That's what we have dive masters for, though. That's true. <laughs> what are they going to do? Maybe buy one of these or a dozen of these for your dive master friend. Now, they say it, it may seem simple, because it is, but the convenience it offers is so great that the mask and fin holder was named a best buy during this year's scuba diving accessory test. We found it to be especially useful during shore dives with long, rough walks to the water. It's available with a gate clip or snap bolt in 10 different color options. Well, I definitely like the color options. Um. If you're going to get this, I would say that you, you would definitely want to get the the bolt snap end because mm-hmm. you know for sure clip, eventually yeah. that little sliding plastic it's one gonna is, is going to yeah. go on you. Mm-hmm. Um, even like the, the problem that I see with this is 
I know people are going to walk down to the beach with the convenience of that carrying their fins and their mask. Mm-hmm. And then the whole dive, they're going to still have that clip to clip their to ring. Somewhere it's going to be floating around there. Floating around and dragging and knocking into stuff in and like getting in the mm-hmm. way and trying to look at their gauges, but getting their gauges caught in that because it's hanging around mm-hmm. or getting their arms stuck in there. And it, it's mainly, it's going to look stupid as hell underwater. Kind of, yeah. So it, if you're going to use it, when you get to the dive site and you finally get in the water, unclip it and stow it away in a pocket in a after pocket, the dive, yeah. clean and nice. Don't be diving with that thing dangling around on you like a floaty floater. Yeah, it is almost a solution for a non-issue kind Correct. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we do. A, I mean, we do a lot of dives locally where you got a long walk to the water, and it's it's. I, you got to carry some shit. It's part of whether like, you've you got your, your two fins. I, tell you, I <laughs> stuff my mask in my fins and I grab my two fins and walk to the water. You know what I do like, and it's along those lines, and it's for my dry suit bag and my dry suit undergarment bag, and it's a giant carabiner that I got at Home Depot. It's you know aluminum giant carabiner with a handle with a foam grip on it. Yeah, that I just go click and I carry of... three bags with one hand. Yeah, you know, and you don't have to stretch. Try to stretch your hand around it. It's along those lines, but a little more practical because it's not just my mask and fins. Whether you're using that little loopy thing or your hand, (laughs) it doesn't matter. You're still using your hand to carry the loopy thing. Anyway, although I would like to say for that price, you just buy a bunch of them and hand them out as gifts. Oh, oh, there you go. So buy a dozen of them, hand them out to your dive buddies as gifts. Yeah, people you don't, you're like, he's a clown. Here, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of a clown, but I like him. I wouldn't use it. Here, I got you something for your split fins. <laughs> Here, you <go. laughs> Here you go, buddy. It carries your snorkel and your split fins together. <laughs> yes, okay, so personally, I'm thumb- You can hang it I'm on your Air up. McDoodle when you're diving. I'm thumbs up. This is <laughs> yeah. useless to me. Yeah. But I, I can see people using yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't hold it against them. No. Whatever yeah, floats right, your boat. If you right, like right. it, it looks good on you, though, to quote Rodney Dangerfield. What, you get a free bowl of soup with one of those? <laughs> Ah, but it looks good on you. Who'd buy something like this? <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, the Tovatech Mira Dive Light. This combination of Dive Light and HD video camera is the recipient of Scuba Lab's first ever innovation award. This has an HD camera in it, HD eh? video camera built into the end of a flashlight. I don't know, man. That's... uh. Thinking, I like it. It is thinking. I mean, um, it's a great option for divers who want to share videos of their underwater escapades with friends, but don't want the expense or hassle of a traditional underwater camera rig. Simply point the flashlight and hit the record to capture 1080p video and four megapixel stills. The flashlight can operate independently of the camera and has a 12 degree spot beam and a 120 degree wide angle beam both with two power settings. It can run up to an hour and a half while using the light and camera simultaneously. Wow. All right, so HD camera, 1080p, which is which is really good video quality. Yeah. Four megapixel stills yeah. is kind of... Little, little, that, that, yeah. That's weak. But uh, the 1080p video is pretty nice. The four megapixel stills is like, why even have it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's know? nothing nowadays. Well, yeah, you'll go to look at it on a computer screen. It's just garbage. Yeah, but 1080p is 
great quality video. Yeah, it's now, HD, man. Now the angle of the shot and what you're getting there. It's not very wide. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be limited, but I mean, for 299 bucks to have a camera. And a light. And a light, all in one. Kind of slick. I'm curious how bright the light is. I mean, they don't really talk about the any light ratings. Right. No, they say that it's a 12-degree spot beam, which would be, it's a little That's wide not... for a spot. Yeah. Uh, but it's typical, pretty typical, which, okay. is, which is decent for, like, using as a dive light. Right? Sit to signal kind yeah, of thing, yeah. yeah. And then it's got a 120-degree wide-angle beam, which you would switch to if you're actually going to shoot video. the video, um, which... I would assume then that the camera isn't capturing more than a, a 120 wide angle, which isn't very wide. It's not like GoPro wide. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a decent little thing to, to, like they mention in here, like if you want to share videos of your underwater escapades with friends but don't want to spend a bunch of money, it's a great little little thing right well that's always it's not going to be something that you're going to put up on on the tv and everyone's going to clamor around to watch because it's such great footage but to bring back a a couple little fun little shots of something that you did perfect yeah especially the newbie diver doesn't know if they're getting into it that kind of thing you don't want to blow there's 500 bucks on a gopro and another you want two nice lights for it there goes well, there's a thousand five hundred bucks, right bucks. yeah, yeah whatever yeah yeah so you've got a, a ton of money into a little gopro setup which will bring you nice video at recreational even to beginning technical depths you're you're good to go for a while and you can get great stills as jamesy has illustrated yeah but you're spending a couple grand, right? So f- to have something for three hundred bucks, yeah, it's for a new diver. I think it's great. Yeah, no doubt about it. Because the other side of this is, if you're a seasoned diver, the whole thing of I'm trying to save money and be a seasoned diver that's gone. That's yeah. Long gone. I mean, I'm not saying just go out and waste money, but by the same token, don't think you can get by with a halfway decent video and light for three hundred bucks. It's just not going to happen. Well, yeah. So I, I think somebody who's already had two or three camera systems mm-hmm. would never even consider this right, because they would exactly. be like That's what I'm, I'm not going to blow mm-hmm. 300 bucks on this right right because I know what it takes to get the kind of video and photos that I want and you're not going to get it for 300 bucks somebody who's new that just wants to get some camera uh, camera to get some something started to figure out what they want this is perfect mm-hmm. see if they, they like it yeah, yeah exactly right they they once they see what the limitations are on it ah now they know so I would give it a thumbs down with caveats of it's a new diver. It's a newer diver, just checking things out. Give it a shot. 300 bucks. 300 bucks. If you can find it for 300 bucks. Thumbs it's down. 299, I'm isn't gonna it? Give it? Yeah, 299. It's actually under 300, under 300 so we have something. to buy it. Yes. <laughs> thumbs down. I'm giving it a thumbs down too and um I'm going to give it to my buddy Brandon oh. as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll trade gifts. I've bought you a half dozen mask and fin holders. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> next up is the Max Sports Collapsible Wagon. Check it out at maxsports.com or on this uh, scuba diving.com webpage. While you may not consider a wagon to be a useful piece of dive gear, we've begun to include one of these bad boys on almost every dive trip. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Wheel your dive gear right down to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, these bad boys. These are bad boys. It's a wagon, people. (laughs) (laughs) With a weight limit of 150 pounds and a 20 by 32 inch bed, they certainly take the work out of lugging tanks, weights, and gear back and forth. The telescoping handle tubes like the rest of the frame are steel and sturdy enough to pull hard. The cart also folds up flat in seconds, making it easy to stow in the trunk of a car. The Mack wagon was a tester's choice during our scuba diving accessory test. Well, I'm going to be the bad cop for this one. Okay. Those tires, they're skinny and they're solid. And when you go through sand, you're going to be dragging it. They go into the sand. It's very difficult to pull them versus an inflatable tire, like something you'd see on a wheelbarrow type tire. Right, right. right. I got you. That wagons that have that. I don't know if they have that inflatable tire in the fold-up design like this is. The problem with the fold-up design is also you're going to have water all over this thing, right? Wet water. It's going to be wet water. (laughs) Wet water is the hardest water to dry, That's why I only dive in dry water conditions. (laughs) The wet water is very, very moist. (laughs) Anyway, this, this, this just think of this all the rust spots. Yeah, the rust spots is what I'm I'm looking at this thing. Unless it's all you know, which I don't believe it's rust proofed. I think all of those little folding spots have little the rivets and whatnot holding it together. Gonna just rust out. Well, so if if you're diving and needing to drag it through the sandy beach, it might be kind of tough. No doubt about it. Yeah. If you know, one of our local quarries, you know, uses where you this, have, and I was just going to, I started laughing, walks, yeah, because he's you know, got a, uh, a fleet of these for you to haul your shit, haul your gear to the back end of the, uh, right, they're handy for that, you yeah. know, um, if you're parked in a big diving, like training location, where you're in a big parking lot and you got a, a, a big haul of, of taking your gear from your vehicle over to where you set up, kind of handy. Yeah. No, I agree. It's nice to have a wagon. I mean, we've we've done it the old-fashioned way, which yeah. is multiple trips carrying. It's just Do skin, it, yeah, skinny so tires. T- I mean, if, if that's the type of diving uh, that, that you're doing... Yeah, th- I'm, a, I'm a thumbs down. This is a handy thing to have. It's 90 bucks. I, again. There's definitely places where it's not practical, but yeah. I mean, there's there's places where a just a no-frills uh, duffel bag is handy, and there's a lot of places where it's inconvenient, where you'd want a, a bigger rolly bag or even a, a cart. You know, So it, it's got its uses, and uh, doing the amount of diving that I do, having this in my... Uh, Folded up in my dive vehicle uh, wouldn't be a bad deal for some places. A lot of places it would be completely unnecessary, but a lot of places it would work out well. I give a thumbs down for the concept. I'm holding off. and It looks a little cheapy to me. Like, it's going to fall apart on me. So you're saying you would you would like to uh, find one of these, but a better construction? Well, I've quality. seen I've seen good ones. Okay, I know I see what you're saying. they're out there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And the things so, that now, I'm looking for are the big wheels and... It's okay, robust. So if, it and, had, if it had big wheels, inflatable wheels with a nice tread yeah. that you could take it off, oh, yeah, yeah, off-roading yeah, yeah, yeah. down the rocky Well, you don't even have to go off-roading. I mean, just go through the parking lot. Yeah. But once you go from, like we almost always do, we go from a parking lot into a sandy beach area or a trail like cave diving. You're going to be hauling shit, you know, 150 so yards. So had tires like that. 
Yeah. It didn't have all those foldy points. It was a more Thank robust, robust. heavy-duty construction. Way, I like the idea of folding to fit it into a smaller so a vehicle. Better, a better collapse, you yes. know, but uh, but still more, more robust. robust. I'm a robust guy. Uh, yeah. what, what, do you, what would you spend on it? I'd spend double what they're saying right there. So but you'd spend upwards of 200 bucks for it if, I it, was, would, if it was a beast of a unit. What I'm saying, and it would have to have flames down the side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and dual exhaust. And so a, this one at, so this a hood one scoop. At, so this one is what it is at 89 bucks. Well, not, and that's what I was trying to say is I've seen even more robust for that price. Okay, well then... But it's there not in go. the scuba world is the thing. And that's why I think it's, hey, let's throw an extra 50, not 50, but 30 bucks onto it. I got you. I got you. So it's a, yes, I would dive it, the concept. Maybe not necessarily that one, but I'd have to see it. If it's robust and looks like it can handle the beating it's going to take, I would get one for sure for 90 bucks. Yeah, 90 bucks. All right. Well, there you go then. Next is the Olympus Tough TG6 camera. Compact, waterproof on its own down to 50 feet and capable of capturing high quality 12 megapixel images and 4K video. Pleasing ergonomics and an array of accessories make it suitable for a range of topside and underwater activities. The TG6 is very similar to the previous model, but has added a number of updates that will be of interest to divers, including three separate underwater white balance modes and controls that make microscope mode, focus stacking, and focus bracketing more readily accessible for underwater shooters. What do you think, cameraman? Uh, well, I'm looking at the price point there. So you've got 450 bucks, and then 299 for the housing. Yeah, so if you 300, want, yeah, so 350, 750 total. Yeah, so if you really want to go diving with it, you're 750 bucks. Yeah, and for what it does, I don't know. When I look at a camera like this, and I look at its its stats, it's not even at GoPro level. I mean, it has some of the stuff GoPro has. Yeah, I mean, it's four it's four K and twelve megapixel. Right, is- GoPro is even more than that, though. I mean, it's got the four K, but GoPro gives you many options with the four K now, especially the latest and greatest right, in GoPro. Right. And then the still camera, I thought is a thirteen or fourteen, but I could be wrong. I know the old one was a twelve megapixel. I just think a GoPro. When I look at this, and the GoPro's smaller, time-tested, it's proven. Do they have their issues? Sure, GoPro does. But And I like Olympus. I used an Olympus still camera for a long time. It was great. I see the big issue with this being that you know as well as I know that a camera like this is useless as it is. Yes. You have to have lighting, and you're going to have to have a better lens well, than yeah. what's on there, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing to me. Like, so you know, so for seven hundred fifty bucks, uh, yeah, I'm taking pictures that I'm not going to like. Probably, right? yeah, right, yeah. I got pictures like on on land. Like, if I was like going sailing and wanted like a topside camera that I could get wet, mm-hmm. this sounds great. Right, this is a good you know thirty five millimeter type of a uh, style classic camera. But for underwater, but it's a point and shoot. Yeah, but that doesn't mm-hmm. cut it underwater, right? Yeah. You need wide angle. You need wide angle. Yeah. Again, I look and at this, need, and, and it... you need lighting to to really get mm-hmm. the color back underwater that you're going to want. Now, if you were to say this camera in and of itself at four fifty, I'd say yeah, it's great competition for the for the GoPro. Yeah, 
and you could carry it around topside. It's only a 12 megapixel, which on a topside camera isn't much anymore. You know, everything's 16 to mine's in the mid 20s kind of thing. So I'm with you. I'm a uh, thumbs up on this. Yeah, yeah I, I just I'm can't not, do it. I'm not taking this. It's probably not a bad little probably thing, not, but it's yeah, just the price point and, and what it does just isn't enough. It isn't there for me. Sorry, Olympus. I mean, it looks good. It looks, it looks robust and well-built, no doubt about it, but it's just, I think I already know know enough to know that it's not going to give me what I want. Right, For especially in the camera world. I mean, you got to be fitting a niche that isn't filled already, and you got to be doing it at a good price. You can't be fitting a niche that is filled for a little more higher of a price. <laughs> right, 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 yeah, yeah. And, it all doesn't yeah. come together. I'm with you. Is it niche or niche? It depends on it depends on the company that you're keeping. It depends if, on how snobby I want to be. If you're with a bunch of aristocrats, <laughs> niche. It's niche. This quiche fills a niche. Yes. <laughs> If you're uh, with your buddies at Sharky's, you know, uh, after the diving Key Largo, it's filling the niche. The land shark give beer another, fills a give, niche. Give another bucket of land sharks. <laughs> yes. That really fills the niche. Or if you have a little bit of a lisp, this is my nephew and this is my niche. <laughs> okay. I've got, I'm have got. i here all night. <laughs> Dippy waitresses. Okay. So now next up, I know you probably already have two of these on order. I should. I should. The price that they give us is MSRP of dollar side. They don't even put the price in. Oh, they just put three dollars. Oh, just one. Just a oh, dollar, just a dollar sign, sign. Like MSRP. I'm, I'm assuming it's dollars. <laughs> we'll take dollars for it. <laughs> I think it's it's going to cost you. <laughs> cost you something oh, in dollars. We won't take food stamps for it. This is the Scuba Pro Galileo. HUD. This head-up dive computer can be mounted to any dual-lens mask and allows you to check your tank pressure, no deco time, depth, heading, and more without having to move your focus away from the task at hand. The computer screen sits right against the lens at the corner of the diver's field of view, but clever optics make it as easy to read as if it were a laptop screen sitting three feet away. While always visible, the little screen is hardly noticeable. Like your nose, it remains practically invisible until you need to look at it. Yeah, I wish there was a price point because that always goes into our calculations here is the price point. Most definitely. Now, there's, I don't know who makes the other one that, you know, like Jamie turned us on to the Shearwater Nerd. The Shearwater Nerd, yes. Now, that is, I believe, is a little more streamlined than this one. Yeah, the... The nerd seems to be like in that fifteen hundred dollar range. This looks like it's a little bit less than the fifteen hundred dollar range, just by just like quick look at Google prices. To me, like I don't see the value in this. Either, either one of them. Like I, I've got some friends that have those nerds. And yeah, I, mean, I like I just, them. I just like. I, I don't like moving my head down <laughs> to my wrist or moving my wrist to my head. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's. For me, I don't need that information in front of my face the whole entire time. Yeah, I don't need it. Like it's nice though if you're if you're in a task like taking video or taking stills. I want to see how long. What's my time at? Or checking my gas. When you got a camera in your hand and you've got to check gas, yeah, it's a little thing. 
But now, okay, I got to stop what I'm doing. Put my well, camera yeah. over here, click it off, or hold it between my knees, or whatever I got to do with my rig. If that were just sitting there, well, no doubt about it, it'd be super, super easy. But in and, my at, opinion, and that, at 150 feet or 200 feet or whatever you're doing, every second counts. Well, sure, but he, I mean, 10, even at 30 20, feet, 35 I, seconds. Even at 30 feet, I, w- I would say that every second counts. In, in, but in the case. clock isn't that loud at 30 feet. I don't mind taking, you know, the extra 45 seconds each time I want to check my gauge. I don't mind it there. But I do mind it at 150 feet because I don't want to be wasting time. And I got to check my gauges. Sure. I, I, I hear you. That's, what, that's why I like it. I'm not saying you have to have it. As a matter of fact, I would say train without it and get well, it. Yeah, it's a nice I mean, thing I would to say have. that this, this kind of thing would... Make it's a luxury. you make you lazy. It is a luxury. It makes Life you dependent. It makes you dependent on the technology. <laughs> I, to I, me, there's just no. no I, I, I don't find checking gas to be that much of a. You're pass. also not carrying the rig. I'm posing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, posing for, I'm posing for the picture. How about you take a picture of me checking my gas? Here, look at this. <laughs> Thumbs up. I'm not diving this thing. No. Oh, I'm not diving this one. I don't. I think it's too bulky. I think it's way too bulky, and you can't flip it out of your face. It's, it's big, always there. Man. It's a it's a it's a big beast on top of your mask. I I don't think it would be. Does it flip up? Maybe it does know. flip up. It I was going to say the thing I like about the nerd is I can flip it out if I, if I'm getting tired of looking for whatever reason. I liked that nerd. I thought it was kind of a, a cool little deal. And I know James, you've become quite the purist, which makes me happy. See, see. I learned from the master. <laughs> the master purist. <laughs> Obi Schwartz. You, you know, though, as I've gotten older, I've softened up on my purity. Okay, next up is the Scuba Pro X-Tech necklace. Bungee. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is $30 bungee. No, 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 no. This is a highly, highly engineered <laughs> X-Tech nec- necklace. Okay. Yeah, there was a time... Dude, we were making these. We were making these back in the day for for students. Yeah. Here's so. how you make a necklace. This is how you make it with the adjustable opening. You can just well, see so now that's all little knots. that's all pre done for you now. Well, yeah, because they want to pay someone you know twenty dollars to to it's still tie a, a knot. piece of bungee with a knot. Exactly. Now they describe this by saying that the necklace allows you to keep your red close. A convenience that most recreational divers leave to the tech crowd. Leave it to those techies. Some silicon necklaces tend to go positive in salt water, but this model's simple bungee construction means it won't be floaty in the ocean. An adjustable loop allows you to snug the necklace down tightly onto your reg for security. It is easiest enough to make your own version with some bungee cord and not tying know-how, but it's hard to beat the price for zero effect and they do they are selling this for seven bucks which is pretty cheap you know how i feel about cheap things in scuba just buy them but come on it's 50 cents of bungee right there right and it's not difficult to make uh but for the convenience of walking into the shop grabbing one I think it, it builds on. laziness. This is way better. I think it builds late to quote someone who just <laughs> spoke 35 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> it's way better than those silicon ones. Well, which yeah, always yeah. come out. I mean, if you have one of those stupid silicon ones, I mean, everybody that I've ever seen just quit the, diving. The necklace is floating <laughs> behind you because it popped out, and you got you got your necklace on, but the regs out. It's um, it, they look ridiculous. Too. Yeah, they do. They do. I, I agree. 
surgical I, tube. I can't take you here. serious if you have one of those. <laughs> no, I'd rather have you with snorkel, split fin to Air McDoodle on <laughs> than that surgical I, silicone. Silicon pre-molded tubing, uh, yeah. necklace. Well, I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Um, yeah, for me, the thumbs down. Yeah, you need one of these. I mean, if, if you're diving a... A necklace, yeah. If you're diving a, a, necklace, yeah, yeah. If you're diving a regular mm-hmm. configuration like we use with, of... Uh, uh, a bungee necklace and a long hose. Yeah, sure. This is this makes perfect sense. If you want Scuba Pro to get rich quick, <laughs> you, you go buy a dozen of those things. Now, what, give what, them out. What amazes me, Great though, stocking what stuffers. amazes me is it's not logoed. No, it's not. It's just a black bungee. Black base. Like, I mean, it's go down to REI and buy a roll of it. <laughs> For base. seven bucks, you're getting like 10 feet. Right. <laughs> well, maybe not that much, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd still di- I mean, I dive a necklace as it is, so and it's a bungee necklace that looks identical to that. So, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Okay. Next up is the Secure Custom Mouthpiece. The classic. Make your own mouthpiece. Boil it in, in Boil water it, and then mold it. Mold it. Yeah. Big, big mouth gagger looking uh, uh, mouthpiece. Don't try to share that thing with somebody who has a sensitive gag reflex because they might. <laughs> give you their lunch well that's the thing is like that, that's why i'm not a big fan of these things yeah for, for multiple the downside reasons. yeah one yeah i mean if you're using a, a configuration like we use of, of donating from the mouth in an emergency if you if you follow that logic well having this is actually a, a detriment to the situation because it's not going to go in the mouth easy it's not going to be easy to breathe it won't be custom for them either. right exactly It'd probably well, will so be awkward there's in the issues mouth. there mm-hmm uh, but I can get like a lot of people who don't follow that use a traditional octopus design. Okay, you know I'm going to donate something else anyways. Um, I want mine nice and fitted and comfy because it gets rid of my jaw fatigue and makes it easy to hold in my mouth. And but to me, like it's a non-issue. I think, I think that's a that's an issue that new divers have only. Like if you know how to route your gear and fit your gear, and the, your regulator shouldn't be a burden. I mean, even if you hung a Two pound weight off the end of your regulator shouldn't be a, a a burden to hold into your mouth. Yeah, if you're clenching that tight on your jaw, you know you're going you have, through mouthpieces. I I think I go through a you, mouthpiece every ten years right. of that. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, you have other underlying issues. I, I, I'm with you there. Um, now the other end of this, as a service technician, these <laughs> things are fucking disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they they come in just like yeah. cake. Encoded with well, there's nooks and crannies now. Disgusting, encrusted slobber, goo, mouth funk. Things growing Um, in the little nooks and crannies that would be in your teeth. I had a guy bring me one of these just recently, and uh, he's like, "Hey, this mouthpiece looks is starting to look really bad. You think you can kind of clean this up a little bit?" (laughs) I'm holding it and I'm just looking at it. I look up at him. I look at it. It's going to be a $50 I look charge. Up at him, I look at him and I give him this dramatic look. I go, how about we just replace it? Get, get you new one. <laughs> and, he, and, I, like, and I give him this long, shameful stare. And he's like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you want me to, to clean all this out of here? No, we're, we're getting you a new one. Yeah, thumbs up. I'm not diving in these things. I'm, I've never been a fan of these I'm actually thumbing it up and then throwing it into a garbage can. <laughs> right. I'm actually 
smacking it out of your hand <laughs> as you're about to put it on your regulator. What's wrong with you? Hey, let me ask you a question. You like to have a good time? <laughs> I love to have a good time. Then you need a good, wa- then you need a good watch. Next up is the Seiko Prospect SRPD23, my man. This special edition dive watch features a blue wave pattern to dial, and the end of the second hand is shaped like a shark's fin. A goddamn shark's fin. The watch uses an automatic movement with manual winding capabilities. It's a triangle. It's a shark's fin. You could say, and the the uh, minute hand is a shark's tooth, and the second hand is a shark's eyelashes. Well, come on, man. It has a screw-down crown and case back and is water-resistant to 660 feet. Luminous material has been used on the hand and markers. The dial has a date window at the 3 o'clock position. The rotating one-way elapsed timing bezel helps keep track of dive time. And the stainless steel bracelet features a hidden strap extender (gasps) for use when diving with thick exposure gear. So this is like a classic dive watch. Now, I will say I like the look of this one better than the citizen yeah i mean and as far as a dive watch goes it's your it's your traditional i mean they, they go you know they talk about being 660 feet water resistant well that's every real dive watch you know uh, luminous materials that's everything nowadays uh date window and a, a rotating one-way bezel i mean that is a dive watch you know 500 bucks 525 dollars um it's a little a little pricey um for a right for a for just a basic dive watch but um it's from Seiko. It's, it's 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 a good name and probably you know a, a very good long lasting watch. Durable. It looks yeah. robust. I mean, they should say things like shock resistant and all the other good stuff that you need to know about when you're whacking it on the tanks. <laughs> that, that I stop. like I like whacking. <laughs> When you're pounding hey, listen, it on the tanks. Either way hey, I listen, say it, it doesn't sound you're, right. When you're whacking it on the tanks, <laughs> you, you want a good timepiece on your arm <laughs> exactly at the same time. You do. It needs to take a lot of abuse. <laughs> um, what do you think? Thumb up, thumb down? Oh, it's like right in the middle. I'm, I'm uh, right in the middle, too. Just because one. of the price point. If it were, if it, if it were you know, 100 to two hundred dollars cheaper, I'd be uh, going yeah no all day that. long. Yeah, no doubt about thumbs down. Yeah, but it, just because it's five hundred twenty-five dollars doesn't have any, you know, the other one for seven fifty, it, it had the you know ascent alarms and the maximum depth and well, all yeah, that stuff that, that you do. That Aqualens got use that it, yeah, stuff too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear you. Um, this is just a, a basic tough mm-hmm. dive watch. Yeah, I don't know. I'll dive. It's got it. a shark fin at the end of the second. Shark hand. fin, okay, I'm in. All right, there you go. Okay, next up in watches that are also dive computers is the very hot right now Shearwater Tarek. Shearwater is just hot. They're beautiful machines, man. Mm-hmm. They, they are, work. Yeah, they work. They're they're so clean, so pretty to look at. And this watch, you know, basically is doing everything that you know grew from that old petrol into the perdix into the that nerd like all on this watch now 
They say that the Tarot combines everything Shearwater knows about intuitive operation, readable screens, and customizable options, and packs them into a sleek, air-integrated watch. The four-button operation is logical and simple with clear on-screen prompts. The crisp LED screen is very easy to read and offers a high degree of customization. With large or standard layout, a choice of data locations, and 15 color options for values, titles, units, and menus, the Tarek can handle everything from open circuit and free diving to tri-mix and closed circuit rebreather diving. Uh, 1095 is uh, MSRP. If you want the transmitter for the air integration, that's going to run you another 350 bucks. It's nice. Um, it, it's a it's a really pretty machine, you know. Um, I I'm not a fan of the watches myself. I would rather just have the Perdix up my arm than. The, I need than something a little tarot. bigger with yeah. dry gloves. Yeah, yeah you I, know. I like the bigger one, but I get the the draw to this. A lot of people love it, and especially in the warm water environment, mm-hmm. people just love the oh yeah the the ease and versatility of having this on your arm all the time, all day, and it's pretty, man. And literally, you know what what Shearwater is doing with these computers nowadays. Literally, it is a, a one-stop shop, man. The, the, the thing will do anything you want. You know, you, you're just a recreational diver, but you want something that you can grow with, it's going to do it. You're already a seasoned technical diver. Uh, you want a, a computer that's going to do yeah, the latest in mm-hmm. algorithms, you can do it. You, you're in breathers, you're open circuit, uh, you go into closed circuit, it, it's ready to go. You just want to put it down to gauge mode because you're going to do it all yourself done it i mean it literally does absolutely everything it's as if they are actually divers that have dived and actually know what is needed in the market i don't know who was designing in these other companies or whatnot yes the stuff does what you need per the open water class or whatever but it's not intuitive and it's not flexible to, to give a whole range of divers exactly what they want Okay. Anyway, I would dive yeah, in. Yeah, me so too. So thumbs Definitely. down. Definitely. Thumbs down. All right. Next up is the very new and innovative <laughs> Submersible <laughs> Systems Spare Air. And uh, I'm not even going to read through this one. I've already given it a thumbs up. At uh, $330. We'll so we're going to pass right through this. Um, the Tusa Paragon Mask is the next one that's up. And uh, this, is a, this is a hot little mask. $200. It's a little pricey. But it's a high-end mass, and they don't even uh, shy away from uh, from saying that. Constructed of three distinct layers of polyurethane metal and polycarbonate to treat a seriously tough frame. The super soft skirt features dimpled areas and stability ridges and key spots that soften and stiffen the skirt for a comfortable, secure fit. Um, the curved split strap and easy-to-adjust five-position tilting buckles add to the mass comfort. Dual lenses are UV-treated to protect your eyes from harmful rays and to boost contrast underwater. Dual lenses are treated to protect UV protection against harmful rays, reduce glare, and boost contrast underwater. Corrective lenses are available. I mean, this is a this is a really nice mask. A it looks really, sharp. It's super sharp. It's a the, just the hold and the feel of it in the water is really, really, or, or like in your hand. And, oh, and the did water you see this? Is so re- you've? Do you guys have this? Yeah, we have it. At a, we've had it at the shop. Oh. It's a nice mask. It's a really you have that one. Yeah, I might, I might have to come get that. It's it's pretty. 
Tuso makes good masks. I'm glad that they stick with they, what they, they're they good still, at. They, and they still do. They they have since the the late '80s. They they've been stay out of the for, regulator department. Yeah, they're, they're their they, masks they do a hell of a yeah. hell of a job there. And this is a nice one. But again, if it doesn't fit your face, it's a two hundred dollar piece of shit. Right. Right. So it it's got to fit you individually. So just to to get that as a gift, you might luck out. You might not. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, and although. It does have a, a fit that does fit a lot of faces. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure. Or if you've got a face that fits a lot of masks. I've, I've fa- always used to say I could wear any mask underwater, but. If you have a face only a mother could love, <laughs> you, you might want to ch- try this on first. It looks sharp, and that's why I like it. I Thumbs might, down. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, diving. I'll dive in. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen. 200 bucks. It's, it's at the higher end, but you get a good mask, it's worth every bit of 200 uh, every, bucks. Worth every penny. Yeah. How many masks do you have? Me, how many do I own? Yeah. A few. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I've got so many masks. Right. Like, but you, one but more I dive my, with one. One more that in my I, collection I is, is... There was one that I loved, loved, loved. It um disappeared on me, cave diving, and never been able to replace it. And life's been empty ever since. Okay, and we're coming to the end of our uh, holiday gift guide here with the Underwater Kinetics Hang Air Hanger. Check it out at uh, uwkdive.com. This jumbo hanger features a built-in waterproof fan for drying out wetsuits and dry suits. The high-power fan can really dry a damp suit in an hour or two, but also capable of completely drying a flooded dry suit overnight. The hanger is rated for 100 pounds and features a 15-foot power cord. $69.90. Is the price on this puppy? It also won a, a Tester's Choice Award in 2019. For me, I actually regret not having this. On I was going to say, I like this trip. idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like this idea. And if it works like they're saying it works, it's worth seventy bucks. Yeah, for for drying out dry suits, like especially when you're down doing a, a lot of diving in that hot, humid environment down in cave country down there. Just the moisture Where inside, you get the yeah. moisture inside the suits and stuff. And, and to know that you've got a really definite dry inside mm-hmm. of a suit as well as outside of the suit, getting into that stuff the next day, super nice. I'm a, I'm a definite one. I would love to purchase this for myself. Thumbs down, I'm diving it. And to receive this as a gift, oh, man, Thank you very much. This is it. a, this is something that I'm I'm really happy to rip the wrapping paper off of. I'm getting the idea like you're hoping your wife is listening to this or your family's listening to this because you really want a couple of these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a guess, good one. Guess what I'm one. getting everybody for <laughs> Christmas this year? Finn this Matthews. episode of the Great Dive Podcast, <laughs> uh, two weeks before the show comes out. No, definitely the thumbs down for me as well. I. Uh, I think the idea is great, and it holds 100 pounds. That's what you're looking for because that stuff gets heavy. You know, a dry suit, especially like mine, I have to, you know, crush foam. It's heavy. It's a heavy heavy mother when it's wet, especially. So, yeah, it's got to hold the weight, and if it does what it says it does, 70 bucks, yeah. 70 bucks. Buy three of them. Buy three of them. You can get something for (laughs) 70 70 bucks in Scuba World. Forget about it. Buy a dozen of them. Yeah, buy one for your suit, one for your undies. Man, you're rocking and rolling that next day of diving. Yeah, baby. Well, everybody, that wraps up this year's scuba diving gift guide. 
out of uh, scubadiving.com. You can check it out yourself over there. Um, right on their homepage, they got a, a big link to this article by Robbie Myers. And check out all these little items. They give you the, the, the specific website where you can get more information on each one of these. They give the, the, the price, the MSRP for most of these. Or better yet, go down and talk to your local dive shop about these very things and uh, see them in person. So you can play around with them, touch them, support your local dive shop on this uh, wonderful holiday season, help keep those guys in business, and get out there and uh, do some diving this coming up season. Blow some bubbles, baby. Yeah. So, hey. Another year. Another year. Another year of holiday gift guides. Can you believe it? So there's a good, a good roundup of gear again. I, yeah. I'm I'm surprised that spare air was thrown in there. Was it in there every year? Oh, man, you'd think so. Must be selling. <laughs> well, as a gift, I guess, if we go back, I guess it is a... It's something that... I could see my mom buying yes, something like that Yes, that's who would buy it. Like, right. like, she doesn't know anything about diving, doesn't know anything about my style of diving. But I want him to live. I want him to be safe. <laughs> so here's your, you, here's your spare. I saw it on Baywatch, <laughs> and he was underwater for like an hour with this thing. Right, 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 right. But yes, in reality, it's useless to me. All right. <laughs> so, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Great Thought Podcast. We'll talk to you again next week. Let's sign some logbooks. Yeah, 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 baby. Me, Here. Give me, here, give me, let me see this. Thanks for the mask and fin holder, you <laughs> bastard. You son of a bitch. Yeah, thanks for the spare air. <laughs> you. I want you to be safe. Yes. Well, now I'm, I'm really safe. Anyway. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Safe diving, people. And, uh, and hey, let's be careful out there.